You're listening to The Other Connor Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your host, Connor Halley. Hello, Oilers fans. Thank you once again for tuning in to The Other Connor Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Connor Halley. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Connor Halley. Very quickly, quick shout out to our sponsor, DraftKings. If you're going to sign up today, make sure to use promo code THPN. A lot of fun daily fantasy sports. I think our next guest dabbles in that a little bit. We're going to get to him very shortly, of course. The Edmonton Oilers, since the last time we spoke, come back home, pick up a huge win over the Winnipeg Jets. It was an up-and-down road trip. And uh, as of Friday morning, we've got some injury news to report on. We'll talk about uh, who's been recalled, some LTIR, a whole lot going on. Let's get right into it. Hernan Salas joins me right now. He's from TSN 1260. You can also get him on the Locked On Oilers podcast the Don Wheat on White post game show, the Elks pre and post game shows on TSN 1260, the Elk cast on Twitter at Hernan Demand, two guys in the goalie podcast as well. Hernan, thank you for doing this. Did I miss anything there? No, no, that's good. <laughs> Your resume is uh, growing quite, uh, quite rapidly yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm really appreciative of you doing this. I know you don't have uh, too much time because, as I listed, you probably got another podcast in like 20 minutes here. But uh, let's uh, let's start with the big news of the day: the Edmonton Oilers will be without their top defenseman Darnell Nurse for a couple weeks here. Uh, Gregor has a video out on Twitter right now that maybe it was a puck to the glove, maybe a broken finger. How big of a loss do you think this is going to be for the Edmonton Oilers for the next little while here? I think it's enormous. I think it's uh, after Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, Darnell Nurse, probably the third guy you don't want to lose on this team. This is a decor that even with them is spotty at times. They haven't been. Uh, they've been okay this year. I mean, they're they're twelve and four, so I'm not going to sit here and be too harsh. But they've had some. Um, I mean, Darnell Nurse wasn't playing like he was last year. Bouchard's been okay. I just, yeah, it's it's. it's I think this is a significant loss. Uh, Connor, and I, I don't know what you do now with your pairings. I know me and Low Tide earlier today were trying to uh, trying to come up with some pairings, and uh, there's not a there's not a lot of ideal uh, situations here. So we'll see what Dave Tippett does, and um, yeah, Broberg, Willie Lagesson, we'll see what they can bring to this team. Yeah, so officially, I mean, the Oilers putting it out there: Mike Smith on LTIR, maybe not the biggest surprise there. Nurse and Cuckoo on the IR, and Broberg and Legison recalled from the Condors. Legison, that's that's the name we talked about on your podcast. That I kind of threw it out there as potentially getting that call up for the lefty on that third pairing. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a massive move, and we know Philip Broberg has played quite well for the Bakersfield Condors. I think he was up to ten assists on the season. I don't think he had a goal yet, but logging about twenty-three minutes a night with the Condors. I mean, if it's you, Hernan, do do you just elevate Duncan Keith to the top pairing, knowing that he's done it before in the past, and maybe he can do it, you know, for a short span in the season, or or how do you handle it? Oh, it's you can go so many ways, man. Like, does they they go eleven and seven? Does he have Legison out there for the PK Broberg for five on five? I mean, there's a lot of options here. Ideally, if he's just going to stick with six, I mean, you're not going to go with Broberg and Barry. I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't think you can go Broberg and Bouchard. So it's you're probably going to have to split up Keith and TC and go Broberg and TC. You might have to go Keith Barry and then Bouchard with either Willie Legison or uh, Chris Russell. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's 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 so fascinating. I I don't know which way you go. I, I 
you know, Philip Broberg is a prospect. Everybody here wants to see him. And I, listen, I'm excited as well to see him, but I, I don't know what to expect from him. Like, I don't watch Condor's games enough or barely any to be like, well, this guy, this is what he does well. This is what he does well, right? So I have no idea. Willie Ragusin has kind of fallen off uh, the map here for the Edmonton Oilers, and I think he is called up just because he has NHL experience and he can kill penalties. So, uh, I mean, Connor, I, I don't even know where to go with this. Like, it's, 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 it's like throw all seven names on the board and see what you come out with as carrying. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the type of situation where Dave Tippett and his coaching staff are going to earn their paycheck, right? They're going to have oh, yeah. to put their heads together and find a way to get it. I like that idea of potentially going with seven defensemen. Uh, I mean, you've got the centers in McDavid and Drysaddle that you can rotate and, and maybe throw them out there with, you know, the guys on yeah. the fourth line every I mean, once in a while. Gets them more ice time, and then, you know, maybe you split it up just trying to I don't, trying to find that combination that works. Your fourth line's barely playing anyway. I mean, Benson was over four minutes yesterday. Harris only played just over five. So, I mean, is it going to hurt to leave Benson? I don't know. So, I I don't know, man. It's it's a sticky situation. Listen, a lot of teams have struggled with a lot of big injuries, and the Oilers are just the next team up, I guess. And listen, it's only two to three weeks. Yeah. It's uh, By all accounts, it's a broken finger. So, like, it's not the end of the world either. The Oilers just got to survive. Uh, keep their head above water. They're 12 and 4. They got a little bit of room here, but you also don't want to let this good start go to waste either, right? So it's going to, I mean, team effort, man. Defensively, is going to have to improve. The goaltending is going to have to improve because this D core with Nurse was just okay. Now without them, it's, it's, it's a big loss and they might struggle here, uh, Connor. No, I mean, I, I don't think there's too many teams in the NHL. There might be the odd exception that would lose their top defenseman and, and be able to, you know, move on with, uh, with ease. Like, it's going to be a big loss. And there's still people out there that are critical of Darnell Nurse and his play. I mean, do you think that there is going to be maybe a reckoning for some of those people? Like, okay. Without him, this team looks a lot different because, I mean, not only is he the physical presence, uh, he helps you out on special teams, but he's a minute eater, you know, and he, he can play those tough minutes. It seems like almost ease. Like, we know what he did that, that playoff game against the Winnipeg Jets where, like, didn't he get up to, like, 60 minutes? Like, he played yeah. a full game. Do you think there's going to be a lot of people eating crow and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe I was wrong about Darnell Nurse. He is pretty important to this team's success. I guarantee they're going to eat crow because we saw the same thing back in the day with platform. And there's two <laughs> yeah. times he got injured, and, and it was for a long time, and the Oilers took a step back, enormous step back. Listen, Darnell Nurse, is he a perfect defenseman? No. Is he a true number one? No. But on the Oilers, he is, and there's no one on the Edmonton Oilers, Connor, that can bring what Darnell Nurse brings. No one. No one. Maybe offensively, Barry and Bouchard, sure, but... He's a defenseman first, and that's what I care about more. I, the points, if they come, they come. I want them to be sound defensively. So I think there is. And today on the Lowdown Show, there was a lot of quiet uh, nurse. Uh, no one was talking about nurse anymore because I always said, careful what you wish for. And, and listen, it's Darnell Nurse on this team, and then it's a big drop-off. And then all people are going to be like, well, her now, Boucher. Yeah, Boucher's been good this year, but lately he's struggled. There's a reason why he's back on the third pair. Like, this is not just Hernan saying it. The coach is seeing it. There's a lot of media that's seen it. There's a lot of fans that have seen it. Like, Bouchard is still a young defenseman. He's not a finished product. He's going to have struggles throughout the season. And everybody's like, well, Broberg and, uh, well, come on, guys. These guys are young guys, man. 
it's it's so hard to play defense. And it's, it's like in Edmonton, we don't learn, Connor. We don't learn that young guys take time. And, yes, Broberg can come in and have a solid game, but he's going to have a couple games where he's off. And then I just hope the fans here realize that and are just like, hey, he's so young. But to sit here and, and, and say that the Oilers will be better off with Nurse is the most ridiculous thing I, I've ever heard. This is a – I said it in, on your first question. This is a significant loss. There's no bigger loss after Connor or Leon, knock on wood, than Darnell Nurse. I'm going to knock on wood here in the studio yeah. as well. And Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right about the fan base. Uh, there, there has been those – the whipping boy. And, and let's not, you know, kid ourselves uh, – you can probably name a few more than I can, but uh, Tom Pody, um, there was Jeff Petrie. How good would he look in an Oilers uniform now? Like, there, there's these guys who people kind of ripped on, and it, it hasn't got any better with social media because now everyone can kind of voice their opinion and share it, no matter how negative it is. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, you're, people are going to realize, holy cow, this guy played a huge role for this team when it came to on the ice, off the ice, yeah. and, uh, you know, just, it's going to be a big one. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. That's just one thing. Uh, we we got to get to Connor McDavid. Um, I mean, th- this guy, he's just unbelievable, and I feel like we just, you know, we, we pump his tires, and then he does something even more ridiculous. Um, John Tortorella famously, you know, kind of uttered the words, shut up, you know, change your game, and... I, I think uh, Tortorella might might hear it for a little while because Connor McDavid did it once again. We saw it against the Rangers when the team needed him to make a play. He goes one on four uh, last night. A game against the Jets where um, you know Connor Hellebuck was was doing what Connor Hellebuck does, and the Oilers were struggling to find offense. They fall behind one nothing, and your captain responds the exact way a captain should. And I don't think too many captains can do this. I'm saying, you know, a captain finds a way to make the offense work. Connor McDavid does it a little bit differently. He just decides to go one on three, even up that game. That goal, uh, better than the goal against the Rangers, or or where do, where do you rank it? I think it's, I think uh, no, I think the Ranger one was better. It was four guys. Um, he beat out the goalie, uh, and I know some people were saying, well, it was a better goalie last night. I, I get. I mean. I mean, it's like, what are we talking about here? They're both, like, equally fantastic. But if I had to pick, I'd probably pick the Ranger one slightly over the one last night. But both just amazing. And just to add to that, like, who cares what Tortorella has to say? This guy, <laughs> this guy lasts, what, two years with the team before everybody's sick of him? And, like, imagine him coaching the orders. He'd probably have McDavid playing on the third line and being a defensive guy. Like, he's just an idiot. I've never liked John Tortorella. I hate how he is with the media. He's a sore loser. And listen, maybe his comments, he's on TV, he's trying to get people riled up. It's part of the game. Connor, we know that. Um, I just don't feel like he really feels that way because if he does, he's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, and like, I get what he's, you know, kind of talking about playoff hockey, which I don't know why we're even looking sure. at playoff hockey, right? It's so far away. Yeah, things change a little bit. Uh, depending on your stance on it, a lot of people think it shouldn't. I mean, the, the play, the play calls, the, sorry, the penalties don't officially change when you get into the playoffs. And it's, you know, we know the refs put away their whistles. If they didn't, it'd be a lot different story probably for the Edmonton Oilers. But yeah, you know what? There's some guys in sports I just don't like to critique. I'm I'm probably not going to critique Tom Brady. He's pretty good. LeBron James, uh, Shohei Otani. You know, those guys seem to know what they're doing in, in their respective sports. Connor McDavid, 
is at that level. He's an absolute superstar. Um, despite, you know, the NHL not wanting to help him promote the game the way they could. He's at that level. Don't go after Connor McDavid. If you want to, if you want to critique anything about the Oilers, maybe talk about their bottom six or, uh, their goaltending situation, something like that. I would keep 97 out of my mouth when it comes to being critical because but this is what the I'm, league wants. This is what the league needs to grow the game. But I'm okay with, like, I'm okay with people in media critiquing. It's their job. Like, it's, I don't care who it is, but, Critique it with, like, you know, be rational. Like, don't say stupid things. You know what I mean? Like, to say Tom Brady's not the greatest quarterback, like, that's just stupid. But if you're critiquing his game that he lost, then that's fine because it's fair game. That's what we do, right? Like, but, I mean, for Tortorella, and, and listen, and you said it, like, I get I get what he's saying, That, but the orders as a team have to improve for the playoffs. Like, exactly. they have to buckle down and... The attention to detail has to go. I get that, but to single out Connor McDavid, really? And <laughs> I don't know. I, I love Connor McDavid saying kind of like, I'll just shut up about it. And then kind of like the whole Colgan celebration last, uh, last night with uh, Let Me Hear You. Like, listen, I, I, I guarantee you Connor McDavid can give two you know what about what Tortorella has to say. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I mean, I, listen, if Torch wants to critique, Go ahead and critique, but don't be an idiot. Don't make an ass out of yourself, right? Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I love the response from Connor McDavid. If I was Dave yeah. Tippett, I'd probably just go say, hey, just keep doing what you're doing, kid. You're, do- yeah. you're doing okay, you know, yeah, 600 career points. Wasn't, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, Tornarella, look what he did with Patrick Liney last year. Like, he's just, yeah. like really, that's the guy you're going to get? And that's why, like, and I get why fans get upset, Connor, but when I saw that, I was like, who cares? It's Tornarella, like. And like you know, not just do, or, uh, not just Patrick Laine, but look at Pierre Luc Dubois. Like he set that guy back. Like he, he's not only you know you can question his hockey things, but I, I just don't know how good he is. Like at yeah. judging the human as, as an individual. Like he he set Pierre Luc Dubois back, and you know we're starting to see him bounce back the player that he was a couple of years ago, which is great to see in Winnipeg. Maybe not yeah. on the nights the Oilers play them, but yeah, it's something. And you know what? The Edmonton Oilers should get behind Connor McDavid with that whole, I mean, maybe I'll just shut up. Yeah. The, the Carolina Hurricanes did it with the jerks. Like, I would be pumping yeah. out t-shirts. I would be having fun with it. Like, you know what? Make, make him feel a little bit of shame for what he said. Have some fun with it. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, well, it's interesting. Sure well, uh, Torella doesn't really care. <laughs> well, obviously, he's going to get my motion and you know you know how this game is sometimes we play stuff to just get the people going and <laughs> maybe that's what he wanted to do and the mission accomplished because he got a lot of people talking for sure oh yeah and i mean hey let's be honest i i think every fan base is a little bit sensitive when it comes to certain things they're going to defend their guys uh like they yeah, should yeah. And, and hey i'm not going to lie to you i'm here for it uh, hernan very quickly here we're just going to get a word from our sponsor DraftKings. the nhl season is underway and DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total cash prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game. 
and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are back with Hernan Salas of TSN 1260. You can catch him on the Don Wheaton on White postgame show with Tom Gazzola. He's on the Locked On Oilers podcast. Two guys in the goalie, the Elkcast, Elks pre and post game shows, and the lowdown with low tide. I think I got it all. Give him a follow on Twitter at Hernan Demana. Hernan, you know, I, I think it would be bad of me not to point out Stuart Skinner last night against the Winnipeg Jets and just what he did and you know, what we've seen from him going forward, obviously we got a chance to see him last year uh, against Ottawa, and it maybe wasn't the best performance, and then he gets out there this year against the Red Wings and the Sabres. He takes two L's, but he didn't really get the, the firepower, the offense that I think he should have against those teams from the guys playing in front of him. What did you make of his performance against the Winnipeg Jets on Thursday night, only allowing one goal, and just the the trajectory that he's on right now? Yeah, it's, I mean, it bodes well for the Oilers if this guy can <laughs> find his groove and, and become a legit NHL goalkeeper because of the money, he's young, he's, they're drastic. I think it's 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 an enormous benefit if all these things work out for the Oilers. So he was all savvy last night. He looked calm. He looked cool. Uh, I, I love the first stop on the shootout. Like, he just kind of throws the puck up in the air. And, like, he was feeling it. He was in a groove, Connor. But it is early. It's one game. I think he should start on Saturday. He can kill that momentum. I'm a little concerned that Dave Tippett might go with Koskinen because he's a veteran and their defense is taking a hit. But Stuart Skinner, even the, I mean, outside the Detroit and Buffalo games, he was okay. He was good. He had that one blunder, but he looked really, really good last night. So uh, against a very good team, he was peppered. He made 46 <laughs> So. I mean, uh, let's see what he has. Keep rolling him out there. And uh, obviously, everybody's going to have an off-game corner. But if this guy's going to give you more good than bad, then why not? You already know what Miko Koskinen is. You already know he's going to give up an early goal, whether it's on the first shot or the fifth shot or the tenth shot. So why not give Skinner here some uh, – uh, let him go on a bit of a run and see what you have in the young man, right? Like, I mean, you're still going to have to score a ton of goals, I think, because – the nurse injury, and, and this team gives up a ton of high-danger scoring chances, a ton of shots. They haven't been really good defensively uh, so far this season. So, I mean, it's, it's let's see what Skinner has. Why not, Connor? Yeah, what I mean, are you losing that? I mean, Koskinen, like I said, he's so hit and miss that, I mean, is there any harm in trying a young guy that's played really well? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. Like, let maybe, maybe this is the start. Goalies, I mean... To a certain extent, not all of them. Some are obviously hyped from day one, and when they hit, you know, they they hit the ground running, as people say. But there's been guys like Bennington in the past who have come on and just yeah. like well, coming out of nowhere. And not to say that Stuart Skinner is going to lead this team to a Stanley Cup. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, maybe maybe he can be a a competent NHL goalie at this age. Like maybe he's ready to go. And I mean, I I think next year you've got Mike Smith under contract. If you went with Stuart Skinner, then you've got. Uh, Kind of all down with the Condors, like giving him full time reps. Like all of a sudden, your goalie situation, which for a long time has been iffy, kind of looks a little bit brighter. Well, if Skinner can, can come in and steal the job, right, Connor? Now it's we're talking about one game. I know we got a 
we got to kind of calm down on the expectations. But let's just say he does knock it out of the park this year. Then next year, that Kenny Holland can spend the little money he has somewhere else. You don't need to go out and look for a goaltender, right? So I, I, I think if Skinner works out, it's such an enormous benefit for the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm cheering for him because, I, I mean, me and you have done all things. We've, we've covered the WHL. We've watched a lot of WHL. And, and a lot of people weren't high on Skinner as a goaltender. A lot of people didn't think he'd be a, a good pro goaltender. Now, he's only four games in. Can he, can he make something of this? So far, so good. I mean, like, he's looked pretty good. And, I mean, yesterday's performance was outstanding. So I'm hoping it works out for him, and I'm hoping it works out for the Oilers because um, this would be an enormous help. Yeah, you're right, Hernan. I mean, I remember watching, I think, like a 16-year-old for the uh, Lethbridge Hurricanes yeah. stopping, like, 50 shots. on like, on The like big good... pads. Remember the big pads? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. then he, what, he won the WHL championship with uh, was the Broncos? With current Broncos, uh, I, I don't know. It's I, I can't remember all this stuff, but yeah, I mean the guys, the guys on the right path. And uh, I had Ryan Holt on the show last week, and he said the same thing. Like the guys, he, he's going in the right direction, and that's obviously yeah. uh, what you want to see. Uh, Hernana, looking forward here for the Edmonton Oilers. Obviously, you've got the uh, Chicago Blackhawks on the schedule. You've said you're probably going with uh, Stuart Skinner once again. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and, and what do you what do you make of the Chicago Blackhawks team? Like I I know they started off so poorly, and I don't think any of us were too upset by that with what was going on in the news. But they make the coaching change, and it looks like they're starting to figure things out. They get Jonathan Taves back out there. Uh, what do you make of the op- opposition on Saturday for the Oilers? Yeah, I don't know. Is it is it uh, this little win streak they're on? Is it just that traditional coach bump, the new coach bump, right? Like I. I... I think it's too soon to say they've turned in the corner. We'll, I think we, we need to see another couple of weeks of this team, but always dangerous. I mean, Patrick Kane has a, a he's prone to lighting up the Oilers. Uh, they got talented players. Uh, they got a good back end, and with Seth Jones, I think Caleb's back now, and Mark Andre Fleury's been better this last uh, handful of games. So Chicago's always a tough test, a tough test for Edmonton. So. Edmonton's dropped a few games this uh, this year so far to teams that we thought were uh, kind of guaranteed wins. Nothing's guaranteed, but you know what I mean. So uh, the Oilers got to come up with a strong effort again. They they got to get rid of these slow starts. Yesterday was a step in the right direction. But uh, yeah, I mean this is a team the Oilers should be. But the Oilers have dropped two games already to Buffalo and Detroit. So uh, I'm not going to go out there and say uh, you know guaranteeing anything. But um, yeah, I mean. We'll wait and see this Chicago team. I mean, they were truly awful to start. Like I said, is it the coach, uh, the new coach bump, or is it just, uh, or are they improving? So we'll wait and see uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, and you know what? Like I, I kind of joked. Well, I didn't. I joke. I was like, okay, the Oilers. They beat the uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Maybe they've taken that that turn in the right direction when it comes to beating teams they should. And then they fall to Buffalo and Detroit. I don't know if the Oilers made the the leap or if the Arizona Coyotes are just, you know, in a class of their own as being terrible. Like, they clearly don't want to win. I didn't think the Sabres did either, but uh, they found a way to keep on going. Uh, As we've been having this conversation on a Friday afternoon, Ryan Rashog just tweeting out that Dave Tippett said it was a cracked finger suffered in overtime last night for Darnell Nurse. Ah, it's unfortunate. Oh. Overtime, too. Yeah. He played 31 minutes uh, on the night. He was a big part of the PK in overtime. So that's unfortunate. Hey, but no one's going to feel sorry for Edmonton. I look at uh, Colorado. They've lost uh, Kale McCarr, Ranton, and uh, McKinnon. Uh, a lot of a lot of pl- good players have been out, and a lot of good teams have uh, 
kind of been hit by the injury bug. So no one's going to feel sorry for them. It's time to buckle up and, and get better defensively. And let's see what the young Stuart Skinner has between the pipes. Because you know the Oilers are going to get their goals. Their, their special teams are out of this world good. And when you have the two best players in the world, anything's possible. So uh, let's go. It is what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Hernan Salas joining me here on the Other Connor Podcast. Uh, Hernan, just looking ahead in the next week here, the Oilers, uh, they get the Blackhawks on Saturday night, of course, and on Tuesday they head down to Dallas to take on the Stars. On a Wednesday, up against the Coyotes of Arizona, then they got a couple days off, probably hanging out in the desert, maybe get a couple rounds of golf in, then up against the Vegas Golden Knights on the following Saturday. I mean... The Stars will be an interesting one. So should the Blackhawks. The Coyotes, that's a very winnable game. Are you looking forward to that Vegas Golden Knights game and to see what they can do against the Golden Knights once again? Because we saw them play earlier in the year. The Oilers, uh, they won the game. They had to fight back to get into it. But we're starting to see Vegas play a little bit better as well. Yeah, and they're getting healthy. So they're going to take on an Oilers team without their best defenseman. Uh, some question marks in net. So... You give the advantage to Vegas this time around. Cause the first time around, it was advantage Edmonton with all the injuries to the Vegas Golden Knights. So it was a fun game. I think when these teams always play, it's a fun game. It's two very good hockey teams. So uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. We'll see how we'll see how the uh, Edmonton Oilers do out there. And and uh, like I said, without nerves. But it, I mean, these games can go either way. They're so talented. So I'm looking forward to that game for sure next week. Uh, just a couple more questions for you, Hernan. I'm going to circle back to Darnell Nurse now. Obviously, we know the injury, a cracked finger. That sounds very painful. I assume tough to grasp a hockey stick, which might make it impossible to play. Um, any chance you just promote Duncan Keith and Cody Cece up to that first pairing and, and say, hey, guys, we need you to play 25 minutes. This is, this is what you got to do, and like not separate them? I Ideally, yeah, but I don't think you can. I don't think you can play them together. I think you need to spread it out. Okay. I think if you have them together, your other two pairings are really weak. So, I don't know, man. I'm not a hockey coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what what Dave Tippett's going to do here. I, I don't know, man. I mean, that pairing's been uh, they started good. They kind of Duncan Keith had a bad night last night. I thought he struggled mightily. Cody Season's been a pleasant surprise. Uh, does he does he go? heavy with his top four and that third pairing's limited minutes maybe so in that case you probably stick with you probably stick with them but if you want to roll six out there I, I I'd split them up for now and see how that goes if not you can always go back to it but it's a tough question because I there's not really a lot of good options here <laughs> no and I mean like I think I think maybe for a tip at the key is hey guys we got to focus on you know good sound offensive hockey five on five or at even strength like we can't just uh you know, do flybys or anything like that. Work on the five-on-five five play, and maybe we get okay or get through this okay. I, I just went over to dailyfaceoff.com. Great website. Got all the lines and everything there. They've got uh, Keith with CeCe as their top pairing, Philip Broberg and Tyson Berry, and then Chris Russell and Evan Bouchard. So I guess Willie Legison would be that seventh offenseman that you could throw out there. Um, we'll see what happens when the Oilers take on the Blackhawks yeah. on Saturday night. You and I will be doing the pre and post game shows on TSN 1260 with Tom Gazzola. My final question for you, Hernan, uh, Oilers top six, well documented how it's been the bottom six though. Uh, Warren Fogle, McLeod, Cassie and Benson, Sevier, Turris. I guess you can throw Perlini in there. Uh, what have you thought of them the last week? Uh, not good. <laughs> I think Derek Ryan's line when he's in there, they're, they're, they're leaking a lot. They're, they're getting scored on every game. The fourth line is, I mean, they don't play a lot, but 
there's a reason for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Perlini has been MIA at the great preseason, but hasn't done anything in the regular season. Tyler Benson, I just don't think he can get around well enough. Uh, he took two back-to-back penalties yesterday that didn't help. Uh, I know he's a skilled guy, and maybe the fourth line doesn't suit him. Obviously, it doesn't. So I don't know what you do there. I mean, I don't mind Tevier. He's been a right tourist. Terrence is kind of a guy that's just out there for a stroll at times, like you know, and he and he's a veteran, and Tip loves his vets, so he's going to continue to play. And I mean, he's valuable in the shootout because he has two shootout winners this season, <laughs> which is good for, for the Edmonton Oilers. But yeah, it's no issues with Cassian or Fogel. Uh, I think McLeod's been a lot better uh, this last week, but uh, you definitely you definitely need a bump there. You definitely need a bump there, and uh, need some better hockey. Now, do you think there's anyone else like? down in Bakersfield that you would be comfortable with them bringing up at this situation? Like, I know you've got Raphael Lavoie down there. I think, I hope he stays down there for the rest of the season. Uh, Nemo Leinen would be an option. Samarukov, probably, you probably want him to play a few more games before you even consider it. But is there anyone down in Bakersfield that you think, oh, maybe maybe we get a chance to see them this year? No. I asked Lotai who watches their games and kind of tracks their stats and their analytics, and he said no, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll trust him because he watches more than I do. So, I mean, is Cooper Marody really going to do anything? Seth yeah. Griffiths, like, it's, there's really no point if they're just going to play what Benson and Provenier are playing four or five minutes a night. So, just just kind of biding time here. Hopefully, Derek Ryan's back soon. Hopefully, Devin Shore's back soon. And, and you can have a better bottom six. But right now, yeah, that fourth line's not giving you nothing. And the third line's kind of taking a step back here. Uh, but hopefully they can find their game here, and, and someone can step up and just grab a spot or and and and, and just be be a positive impact for this team. But yeah, I don't think there's anyone in Bakersfield right now that can can come up and and give a jump to the bottom six. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. I mean, you look at the guys kind of doing it for the the Condors down there: Griffith, Marodi, Malone, Cracknell. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Cracknell could be a guy in spot duty, but. Right now, it looks like the shelves are pretty empty down in Bakersfield. Hernan, thanks so much for doing this today. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, I'm sure there's like a suggested section and Locked On Oilers will be there as well. What what did you have on the latest episode? Oh, it's just a preview of last night's game, so I still got to do mine for today. And, of course, tons of news to break. So, <laughs> uh, Not break, sorry. Uh, tons of news to get to. So uh, we'll have some fun. We'll break down the game yesterday. We'll get into what the order should do defensively, and we'll also hear from Dave Tippett. Oh, beautiful. So once you wrap up with this podcast, look for the Locked On Oilers with Hernan Salas. Hernan, thanks so much for doing this today, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime, buddy. There you go. That is Hernan Salas of TSN 1260, Locked On Oilers, two guys in the goalie, Elks pre- and post-game show, Oilers post-game show on TSN 1260, one half of the lowdown with low tide, and you can give him a follow on Twitter, at Hernan the man I am. And the guy's resume is impressive. It's lengthy. He's a very busy man, and we really appreciate him hopping on the podcast today. That's going to do it for another episode of the Other Connor Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network, brought to you by DraftKings. Use promo code THPN when you sign up today. You can have a lot of fun with the daily fantasy sports. As I mentioned a few times in that interview, the Edmonton Oilers will host the Chicago Blackhawks on Saturday night. It's an 8 o'clock puck drop down at the Ice District. If you're looking for some pregame coverage, you can join me, Tom Gazzola, and Matt Cassian on TSN 1260 starting at 6.30. Then for the Oilers, they will take on the Dallas Stars. It's a 6.30 puck drop down in Big D. 
We'll have a show before that one, so we'll set that one up as well. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the other Connor podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name's Connor Halley. Give me a follow on Twitter at Connor Halley, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the other Connor podcast. New shows drop every Tuesday and Friday wherever you get your podcasts from.